For it seems like all times we have used light as a symbol of celebration of a variety of things. And of course, lighting of the Advent candle on this first Sunday of Advent is another way that we do that. It signifies that we celebrate some aspect of life. And light has been used in so many different ways. So I want to invite you to do a little audience participation. What ways can you think of in our, just in our everyday living where lights uh, signify some kind of something special or a celebration? What can you think of? A birthday. One more candle. What else? Christmas lights. Yes. What? Fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks. You ever see the big searchlights in the sky for a new car dealership opening? Huh? What else? Candles at a romantic dinner table. All right. A new morning. Yes, yes, the, the dawn. Okay, let's think about it in terms of faith. How has light be it a candle or uh, a sealed beam headlight, how has that contributed to our faith? What ways does it mark our faith? Obviously, Advent candles, candles on the altar. Star, ah yes, the star of Bethlehem. Come on, think, think back, old stories. What led the people through the desert in the nighttime? A pillar of light. It was fire, but it was light. And we had the burning bush where a theodicy, where God was revealed. Okay, Holy Spirit, flames. Good. You... Jesus is the light of the world. Yes. Your light that shines. Okay. Yeah, as you're faithful. The, the candles that are here, uh, they're an Advent candle, and it's also a way for us to say Happy New Year. Can everybody say, Happy New Year? Happy New Year. Now, why did you say that? <laughs> because this is the beginning of a new liturgical year. You know, this congregation operates on a liturgical year. And it begins in a time of preparation before Jesus' birth. A lot of people say, oh, it all begins with Jesus. But there are four Sundays that are called Advent, which is a season of the church year. And in this season, then, we have the four candles that represent each of these four weeks for preparation and getting ready for that birth. In a way, it stands for the Old Testament part of our history. And then we move from Advent into Christmas. And not just Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but a season of Christmas, including Epiphany. And then we have ordinary time, and then we go into the preparation time for Easter, which is called Lent. And in Lent, then we're again preparing ourselves. Then there is the season of Easter, and then comes the day of Pentecost, and then it's the season of Pentecost that extends 
as the church has extended from the day of Pentecost and expanded throughout the world to where we are now. And so Pentecost is the longest of the seasons of the church year. And it ends with last Sunday, Christ the King or the reign of Christ. And that brings to a close the church year. So, Happy New Year! This is the beginning of a new liturgical year. And it begins as a time of anticipation. And do you remember the Carly Simon song, Anticipation? She uh, sang that, and then it was used in a commercial for ketchup. Right? You remember, and they turned the bottle upside down, and you wait. And this was before they were plastic. They were bottles, solid glass, right? So you couldn't squeeze it and force it out, and so you had to sit there and wait. Sometimes you'd pound on the end. And every time I think of Advent, I think about anticipation. I would sing it for you if I could sing, but you'll be blessed and I'll be glad that I don't. So, so there are really three things that we do in Advent. One is, is that we are anticipating the coming of the baby Jesus. And it's a time of waiting uh, with that sense of longing for it to come. And that's why anticipation is my theme song for Advent. But it's also a time of waiting with expectation because we know something exciting is going to happen. Something that is earth-shaking, life-changing, that is going to occur once again. It's not something that happened 2,008 years ago. It is something that is happening today as Christ is born and reborn and renewed in our lives day after day. And finally, this is a time of preparation. We're supposed to be preparing our hearts for that great day. And of course, we do that really well physically. How many of you put out some Christmas decorations after Thanksgiving? Raise your hands. No? Not every... I expected everybody. That's just sort of uh, become the American tradition. They're playing Christmas songs. The, the Christmas sales are out and everything. So we do this preparing for Christmas really well in the physical sense. But what we don't do is to prepare in the spiritual sense. That's sort of where we short shrift ourselves, isn't it? Listen to what the prophet Isaiah was saying, and it's recorded in Luke. Why in the New Testament? Because this is a time of hearing the prophets of old. A voice of one calling in the desert. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for Him. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight. The rough ways smooth. And all humankind will see God's salvation. You see, the prophets of the Old Testament, Malachi, Isaiah, and the psalmist is pointing to this event that is going to happen. They're uh, 
telling truth to the darkness. The darkness that surrounded the people as they were more and more separated from God. As they continually fell away and God called them back until finally God did the ultimate thing that could be done. And God sent a Son to be born in the world to show the way. The world remains dark today. So I want you to tell me, what are the ways that we are experiencing darkness, either collectively or you individually? If we're talking about the coming of the light, where are we in the darkness? What's causing darkness in our lives? Where is the darkness? Hatred, guilt, sin. Mm, powerlessness, uncertainty, disease, deceive. Mm -hmm. Huh? Still didn't hear it. Money. Okay, money. On a personal note, both Donna and my mothers fell yesterday. You know, and they're both in care facilities, and they both, they're one's in California and one's here, and, and her mother was hauled off to the darkness, uh, to the hospital. So we have personal darkness of worry and concern. What concerns do you have in your life? James worrying about getting his family to come to the United States. That's darkness, that, that fear and that longing. What else? The economy just that affects each one of us. Making right choices in your life. Loneliness. Okay, specifically in your family. Yeah. Worrying about our children's future. Yeah. You see, there's a tremendous amount of darkness that surrounds us. And it was the prophets that were telling truth to this kind of darkness and to point to the reality that is beyond our current reality. And that's the reality of the coming of God to support us and encourage us. It's really tremendously difficult for us to be able to see beyond the end of our nose. And when it's dark, it's even harder to see. But we have the promise of the prophets and all of those prophecies of the Old Testament came true in the person of Jesus Christ. And so we're forced to be trusting God in our own darkness and to trust that God will lead us in the right way as we're patient and as we're waiting. There was a, a man who went walking in the dark one night and I imagine a lot of us have done this. He was out camping in the Uinta wilderness area. And he walked off of a cliff. He just couldn't see it. It was there. And he fell down, down, down. And as he was going by, he felt that there was some shrubs or brush or something that was sticking out from the cliff. And he grabbed hold of it as hard as he could. And it stopped this fall. But now the poor guy is standing there hanging from this branch like this. And he thinks, what am I going to do? And of course, in a situation like this, we 
we call upon God for help and he says, Oh God, please help me. I don't want to die and I will be your servant. I will be a good person, but please get me out of this fix. And he's still hanging by one arm. And after a moment of silence, a voice comes from above. And that voice says, just let go and everything will be okay. Just let go and everything will be okay. Is there anyone else up there? And he hung on until the beginning of dawn. And at the beginning of dawn, he could see that he was only three feet off the ground. And if he had only let go, everything would have been okay. You know, we need to, to think about the Christmas song, this carol. In the words of, uh, O little town of Bethlehem, O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above the deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. And so the hopes and the fears of our age, our era, the darkness that we face, are met not just in Bethlehem, but also in Salt Lake City, in Sydney, in Sao Paulo, in the Sudan, in Sweden, and in Singapore, and everywhere in the world. The deep need for all people to resonate with the Creator God and to feel the heart-thumping possibility that relief and renewal will come is really beyond our imagining. And yet God says, just let go and everything will be okay. And that's what we're preparing for, is that reality of salvation that comes in Jesus' birth and His life. That's what we're waiting for. And so as you go today on this first Sunday of Advent, I want you to remember three W's that pertain to this Advent season. That we are to want, the, want God to come into our heart. That we desire it so that it can happen in a way bigger than just a, a passing holiday. But that this leads us, this wanting, this desire leads us into a holy day. And then we are to wait like the slow-moving ketchup, that we wait with preparation and anticipation. And then as that day nears, that we are to walk, and that we are to walk towards that light, and let that light be our beacon that leads us into the future that's filled with hope. Want, wait, and walk. This is Advent. Happy New Year.